Hey there, and welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you just one freeing page of Talmud every day. And I say freeing, though on today's page, Kiddushin 23, we read a segment that kind of gave me pause for a second. Have a listen. Rather, say the rabbis, it is obvious that this slave was freed with his consent, and the Mishnah teaches us this. With money given by others, yes, the slave can be freed in this manner. But by giving money himself, no, he cannot be freed in this manner, despite his consent. Evidently, a slave has no acquisition without his master. It is impossible for a slave to perform an independent act of acquisition as everything acquired by him immediately belongs to his master. Consequently, he cannot be in possession of money with which he can acquire himself. Instead, the money must be given to his owner by somebody else. Even our usual wonderful modern distaste for the notion of slavery aside, there's something that struck me as very eerie and beautiful about this idea of our freedom really being dependent on the willingness and ability of those around us to come together and say, we will work for this person's liberty. And so to help us unpack this complicated, deep, meaningful concept is one of my favorite humans, thinkers, writers, rabbis, Rabbi Diana Fresco. Welcome back to the show. Honored to be here. Good to be together. And so, help me make sense of this. There's something logical about this. Sure, well, if you're basically a slave, you may not have money, and therefore only others could free you. But am I totally wrong in reading this and hearing a deep kind of meditation on community in this little section? I felt the same, and I struggle with if that's something we're bringing to the text and even like putting on the text, because there's also something deeply uncomfortable about this text, or if that's like really there. <laughs> and I think it's really there, but I also just want to acknowledge the flip side that like it is quite disturbing <laughs> to think about, you know having slaves and a slave not even being able to own anything to free himself, you know, by definition. So that that's kind of on the flip side of it. But whenever I read these texts, I always come with like more questions. So for me, the main question is like, it says like the slave can be free all your like at the hands of others with money given by others. So I think the core question for us morally is like, who are the others? <laughs> how, how do you be one of the others? Right. Who are we the others? How could we be the others? I want to be the others. Right. And, and I think if you look at this text as like an optimist, there's a call to be the other. You know, the others here aren't defined. It's not the master. That much is clear because the money is given to the master in this case. But the others are just this like unnamed group, which leads me to believe it could be any of us. You know, any of us can be a part of making the world a bit more free. So that's what I think the call is. Look, it's Elul. We're in overdrive with reflection and meditation. So I may be completely, you know, drunk on introspection here. But I read this really as, as almost an exhortation, a commandment, if I dare, to say, you know, thou shalt go through life always remembering that there are a lot of others out there who are in no position to free themselves from the shackles of, you know, poverty, political turmoil, persecution, etc. 
And it's on you. It's actually your responsibility to do this. It's actually the only way freedom is possible. Is that too boo-boo? Listen, I think introspection and reflection are great things to be drunk on. (laughs) And I don't think, I, I think it's a call to action. Like, if parts of this text makes you uncomfortable, then you have to be the one to be part of the others and raise the money and do the thing. It's not about just thinking about poverty and oppression and all the problems of the world. It's acting to change somebody's life. So I'm with you. Hallelujah. We're Rabbi Diana Fersko. We'll let you get back to your day job, which is being a rabbi on the cusp of the high holidays. But we appreciate your your kindness and your wisdom. Thanks for calling. Shana Tova. This has been Take One. If you enjoy the show, and I hope that you do, please go and rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts and get your Take One t-shirts and mugs at tabletstudios.com. Each week, we will be releasing new episodes Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly portion of Daf Yomi. Take One is a Tablet Studios production. The show is hosted by me, Leah Leibowitz, and is produced and edited by Daron Ruskay, Quinn Waller, and Ellie Blyer. Our team also includes Stephanie Butnik, Josh Cross, Robert Scaramucci, Courtney Hazlett, and Tanya Singer. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash take one. Subscribe to our newsletter at tabletm.ag slash take one newsletter or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. You can find us on Twitter at takeone.fiomi or join our Facebook group by searching for Take One Podcast. I hope we have made your day a little more Talmud.